Welcome, welcome, welcome to Bossed Up with Donnie Crowder, the podcast where I talk to people who are bossed up in some way in their life. What is being bossed up? Listen to find out. Today's guest is Alex Hale. Uh, he neglected to send me a bio, so I wrote his forum. Alex Hale is a room advisor for the University of Kentucky, where he is currently pursuing a degree in political science. Alex hopes to one day become a foreign ambassador to the United States. Most importantly, he's one of the most bossed up people I know. So I got, I got one question for you to start this thing right. off. All right. How in your daily life are you bossed up? Um, I think I'm bossed up from the second I wake up. You know, uh, I feel like being bossed up isn't isn't something like you uh you like get up and like do in the morning. It's something you, you just have. Like you, I mean, you know, like you you've been bossed up since right. birth. Exactly. Like, you know, you know, you know Exactly. Like, yeah. No, I fully you, agree. Hey, you 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 wake up bossed up. Being being and bossed just, up is not a day. status. It's a yeah, yeah. way of life. Yeah, it's a state of mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but more specifically so like you're you're an ra right yeah so yeah. what does that entail as far as like being a boss um uh well my, my building specifically has a lot of freshmen and so i mean you, you know how it was like you're, you're a freshman year of college right you sort of you're experiencing your your first oh well, a lot of people are experiencing their first sort of like time of independence they're like getting away from their parents and they're like living like a like a semi-adult life and they're like having to make their own decisions and like to basically make their own decisions and um a lot of them don't know how to do that and they get really caught up and be like oh my god like i'm away from my parents i can do whatever i want like oh i'm gonna go crazy and it's like all right hey like <laughs> no you cannot do that here uh, i'm sorry and especially like in the first week like when kids like Mm -hmm. really like start having fun like they get a little taste of it and then like they start trying to do, like parties in their rooms like every night it's like, hey all right boss like i appreciate you for like living your life and like trust me like i was you once but you can't be doing all that and, like you're acting up right now especially and, right now yeah and it's, yeah it's just like during this it's like hey man it's, you gotta understand like life is not the same as like it traditionally has been you don't get to do the same shit that other generations did and that sucks for you i'm sorry but you gotta understand like as a, as a human being that you can't you can't do the same shit and yeah I, I think that's gonna be like a weird thing for college students to adjust to especially people oh, that have been there already just yeah. because like obviously you're there for an education but the social part of it is such a big aspect of just being at college yeah like it's something it's like there people go to colleges just because of the social life oh, yeah. at those colleges yeah, yeah, yeah. like you build like a like i don't know like i feel like what like my what i've experienced is like kids build like social routines like kids like are used to going out on thursdays and saturdays like, they party they, they like, have like a group they go and party with like they have like a certain thing they like doing like a like, certain bar they go to like they have like a system and now like it's all thrown out of whack mm -hmm. like they still want to party and like have fun which is like yeah of course like it's college do, do do your thing but also like it's a pandemic so i don't really know do you see uh you see what happened at unc yeah yeah that is a sticky situation very sticky it is, situation it is it is very similar to what's happening here at uk oh yeah yeah so, i have not been seeing what's going on at uk oh I'll, I'll throw you some information so essentially uh the university makes a whole lot of money off students living off campus be that from like simply like dorm like 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 dorm rent like rent fees also like dining halls just like general commerce on campus and like when, when kids aren't when kids aren't on campus you lose out on, on hundreds of thousands if not millions of dollars and the frankly the university like depends on that money because like, like 
UK has a land grant, so it gets it gets federal money, but it also right. like it needs like res like money from like kids living on campus. And basically, what they're doing is like they're sort of at least like for my like it's like especially just like I work for the university, like I've I've sort of gotten like a firsthand like glimpse of like how leadership has been operating, and it, it basically seems as if like they're sort of prioritizing like like their wealth, like their like monetary gain over like the students' like health. Because like yeah, like obviously coming to college and like giving kids like all the freedom and like basically having like no restraint like letting them just like do whatever the hell they want and like a not controlled environment like of course like this is going to spread quickly and like la- like last night was like yeah this like, big like intro week thing like most colleges do call like this like luau and it's like usually mm-hmm. this huge event like last year it was like thousands of freshmen were there and it was literally like it looked the exact same yesterday as it did like when like i was a freshman like oh. kids were not wearing masks. It was like thousands of kids, like all together. And it's like a university sponsored event. It's not like an off campus, like frat thing. It's like a university event. Right. Like dog, like we that's, cannot like live like this. That's <laughs> like, surprising. That's actually really yeah, surprising. It's, it, it's, it's, it's bad. I keep seeing like videos of sorority and fraternity recruitment and all these people just in like large groups yeah. for Greek life recruitment. Yeah. And I'm like, man, you guys are gonna get yourselves kicked off campus so quick, so quick. It's it it, it it's just so, it's so hard because like you want to like keep things as normal as possible, but also like you just can't like exactly. Like, or, like, organizations need to like sort of realize like this. These are unprecedented times. You're gonna have to do unprecedented things. Like you can't. Tradition is out the window at this point. Yeah, it's, but that's something that people don't. We're know. in a we're in a very different world right now that we all have to adjust to and i think people are struggling with that now hopefully it's not a a permanent adjustment yeah hopefully it's all going to be temporary but who knows at this point i don't know i think there are definitely like positives that will come out of this though like i feel like oh certain like aspects of life have gotten like way have become way more efficient Mm -hmm. like online or just like remote workplaces yeah yeah stuff that just doesn't need to be in person like right there are so many jobs that people are just realizing like oh i don't need to show up to an office to do this and or i don't have to buy an office space to you know start Mm -hmm. a business or have workers you know everyone can work from home everyone exactly people at this point have an internet connection or a computer at home that they can work from yeah then it's like, well, like, what do you tell like the land tenants or like the people, not land tenants, but, like people that like own property, like commercial property. And it's like, well, okay, well, you're SOL, buddy. Yeah, right. But, so, I mean, like, it, 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 somebody loses no matter what. That's just how it is. I think there are going to be some really interesting long-term effects out of all of this from, like, I want to talk specifically about education. And because let's face it, like, the education that people are getting right now is not as good as the no. education that they were getting last no. year. And that's not just college. Yeah. That's like grades. Yeah, that's everybody. Yeah. High school, middle school, elementary schools. Like they're not getting the same education and the same mm-hmm. care and attention they need. Mm-hmm. So I've been thinking about like the, what can change from all of this. And I don't know. I feel like there are so many things that could happen. One thing I've thought about like college degrees, if, there is less education do you think college degrees are going to be as important going forward i think uh, I, don't, I, I think like you to answer that question you should have to think about like you have to start from like the younger kids up because like of course like like the impact of like this like on like what you're asking will not won't be seen for what like 10 years right yeah, like, this, is, this like, is way long term yeah like honestly like i think like 
I mean, short term, like less kids are going to college. And like, I can't tell you, like kids are going to drop out way mm-hmm. more kids are going to like proportionally way more kids are going to drop out because of this. Cause like, this sucks. Like no one's to do this. And like kids aren't going to, the kids are going to drop out and there'd be less kids going to college and in college. And then, I mean, like, it just depends on whether or not it comes back, but like there are certain I, kids that I'm sure will be incredibly negatively impacted by this, I mean, like the young kids. Right. Yeah. And, and then I bet that, yeah, are, I mean like young kids yeah. are the ones that are going to get probably hit the worst. I mean, oh, high school, how do you do, how do you do online high school? How do you, how do you teach a kindergartner? How do you put like a, a how do you put a six-year-old on a computer for five hours a day? I mean, you can't. Right. I mean, my mom's a teacher and like I've been seeing it and it's like not all of her students have internet. Yeah, exactly. Not all of them have like, the resources to do online school. So like with those kids, mm-hmm. what do you just say? Like, I'll oh, screw them. Like, oh, I'm sorry. And like, you can't just leave them on. It doesn't work. Like, right, exactly. It, it's a crazy time. Absolutely yeah. crazy. Like, the, the older you get, like, I mean, like, it's definitely it's kind of like it's obviously the older like the older the kids are like the easier it is to do online because like like as like you grow mature like you develop an attention span and you're capable of like sitting and like understanding like okay like this sucks but, like it's what I have to do like I can sit on this like screen for like five hours but like those younger kids like they they just cannot do that like it's not like they're not smart enough to like no matter how smart a little kid is like a little kid will not be capable of sitting at a screen like oh, no. non-moving for five hours a day they just can't it's not going to mm-hmm. work and those kids are going to suffer from it developmentally it really sucks yep you have to adapt but like how do you adapt i I don't know that that's the whole that's the whole that's the whole thing like i don't get paid i don't get paid to do that i don't know not my job it's not my job not not a job i want to take right now oh absolutely not i cannot imagine because like no matter what like no matter what you do like someone someone some group is is missing out and will be will be definitely affected by this mm-hmm. and that's terrible but i mean like uh, me personally mm-hmm. i'm taking a gap year like this has mm-hmm. already detrimentally affected me oh I'm yeah graduate a year later than i wanted to mm-hmm. like it sucks but especially with moorhead being not the greatest school as far as like educational ability, not educational ability. Let me rephrase that. Moorhead not being the best school as far as like online stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they had they use Blackboard and all that, but oh, the teachers the teachers oh, are just older and they they are from areas where they haven't really had to use technology as much as like me and you have. So mm-hmm. they don't know how to use the programs that were put in place. Like last year when we were sent home, it was made pretty obvious. I had one, I had a professor that didn't talk to us for the rest of the year until our, it was time for our final because he didn't know what to do. Oh man. Yeah. So I was like, I had to back out of there. I was like, I can't yeah. do this this year. I think I, I honestly like, if we, I feel like if anyone's going to take a gap, you're like, this, this is the time to do so. Oh yeah. Like, like definitely. It sucks. Decision. I mean, yeah, it sucks for short term, but long term or like, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna flip this on you. How about uh, like, what what was your your decision making about decision making taking gap? Like, what was your thought? What was your whole thought process? Like, especially like in in consideration of like coronavirus. Like, how did that impact you taking a gap year? Was this like a plan beforehand, or was it like opportunity? So, as I as we got closer to time for me to move in, I had a, a internship with the Moorhead State football team. I was mm-hmm. gonna go film their practices and their games. Um. I was going to do that in the spring, but then obviously we all got sent home, so I didn't get to do that. So fall came around, and the coach called me and talked to me, and I was really excited for that. 
then I started thinking about it. The call, like his phone call kind of made me think about it. And I just looked at cases. They started to be on the rise again after they kind of were kind of flatlined for a little bit there in the middle of the summer. And then it feels like mm-hmm. it picked right back up. Yeah. And I was just in a mental state of uncertainty about coming back and how long I would even be back. They had already talked to us about moving classes online. Um, and I knew that I did not want to do my classes online. I just don't learn as well that way. I, I need to be in person in a classroom. That's where I learn the best. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. More hands-on. I'm a very hands-on person. And so even with the internship, I was like, I'm not even 100% sure that the football season's going to happen. And I, that was like, the internship was the thing that was going to make me come back. That was mm-hmm. a big thing for me. But when I thought about it, and now their season's canceled, so I guess I made the right move. Yeah, good, yeah, good call there. <laughs> yeah, and a bunch of <laughs> athletes at Moorhead tested positive, and they won't tell anybody how many. So that's crazy. Uh, so I, I really dodged a bullet there. But yeah, so. just, just for – I wanted to get the best education possible, and I did not feel mm-hmm. like I was going to get it this year. So I just decided to step away, work for a year, uh, drop out and start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that was kind of that was my thought process with all of that. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I mean, I respect the decision. Do you, Do you think like if you go back or like when you go back, do you think you'll go back to Morehead or do you think what do you, what are you gonna do there? I'm not entirely sure what my plan is right now. I'm kind of just, just taking it day it? by day and yeah. still looking forward, um, but not not making a final decision on school just because yeah. with the way we're handling coronavirus right now, I'm not even a hundred percent sure it's going to be gone this time next year. Yeah. And if it's still, if it's still a problem, then I'll definitely end up transferring to U of L or something yeah. local. That way I can do mm-hmm. online slash in person, hopefully. But yeah, who knows? There's, there's, there's a lot that goes into the decision. I mean, like There's you just can't, like, you just can't tell that what's gonna what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Like I like I would if I didn't have the RA job, I don't know if I would right. come back. Right. Yeah. No. And it's completely understandable that you would go back because, I mean, hey, you had an opportunity to be bossed up, and you can't pass that. Hey, up. hey, yes, sir. I've been bossed up in this one room for the last two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, let's, let's talk about that a little bit. How's your? Yeah, um, you talk about your Q team. Well. Uh, due to due to HIPAA laws, can't really disclose a whole lot of information. But uh, I was identified by contact tracers as somebody who had come into close contact with an individual who tested positive, and um, so I was tested, and I was placed under quarantine. But they let they let since uh, I'm an RA, I don't have a roommate. They let me stay in my room instead of sending me either home or to like one of like the quarantine buildings, which I'll explain after or a little bit later. But they were like, yeah, you have to stay in your room for 14 days. I was like, well, that's, that sucks. I was like, okay, well, if I test, like, negative, like, I'll be, I'll be able to, like, leave, right? Because it means I don't have it. And they were like, no. And I was like, what, what do you mean no? And, like, my, of course, like, my test come back negative. Like, I don't have it. I didn't have it. I don't have it. But they were like, yeah, no, like, it doesn't matter if it's negative or not. Like, you still have to quarantine. I was like, okay, well, like, that sucks. But, like, I can understand. Like, objectively, I can understand how, like, oh, like, um, like, maybe, like, symptoms won't show up. But it's like, okay, well, like if you're not testing you're like you're testing like well like 
whatever like you're testing like my nose like my like body like you're not testing like my symptoms which like it's like it's okay like understand like mm-hmm. cdc guidelines like i see but then they were like that's like okay well, like well cdc guidelines state that like it's a 10-day quarantine yet they had me quarantined for 14 days so it's like they're kind of picking and choosing like what they want to follow which kind of kind of sucks like as a student because like okay like they right, obviously yeah. haven't really thought this through but it kind of it just feels like they're changing their plans every day yeah yeah it's what, literally what it is and because like, i because like, like i like i've like called health court like multiple times like throughout like my quarantine like okay like <laughs> can i get out now <laughs> let me out and they were like no every time like, they gave me like a different answer when i get out and finally i got like a, like a final answer like two days ago from like my, my resident director but yeah it's been all over the place like i've had like residents like text me and be like hey like what's happening like they, like this happened like i don't know like i can't get a hold of health, like i can't get a hold of health core like they won't answer me like, they hung up on me like like i don't like i don't know what to tell them because like i don't like they like i get told nothing health core is like incredibly like uncooperative and it's like at the, to the detriment of like all the students here and it's like the university's kind of like f it and like we were, we're just gonna get our bag and then let them get all let them all get covid and then close campus after the payment goes through which is what happened at unc essentially mm-hmm. uh, to, well I was talking about this with one of my coworkers at at work. Um, so, have you seen the signs and like how the government's been pushing the if you get a call from eight four four KY Trace, like pick up? I've not I actually have not seen that. Oh, okay. Well, it, especially uh, driving down the highway, there's a sign on sixty four. Oh, like those was, like like the traffic signs or whatever. Yeah, it's like, and it says if you get a call. Says if you get a call from eight four four KY Trace, please pick up. And that's supposed to be like their contact tracing. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, but me <laughs> and one of my coworkers that. were talking about it. We both know that we were. I've tested negative. I, I every time mm-hmm. I've tested, I've tested negative. But we both know that we were near people who had tested positive, but mm-hmm. neither one of us have ever gotten a call from that number. That's the thing. It, it's so, it's so like they don't because it, it's so over like the amount of people that are testing positive is like so overwhelming that like they can't like they don't have the resources to like stop and like check to make sure like oh like, people like, like, like if they call you like who have you been around and you give them like X Y Z names you could leave out like all like, if you like choose to leave people out like they're not gonna know and they have no way to be like oh like is this true like do they act where they actually around this person or were they like actually like around other people they didn't say like they they're not gonna they don't care they just want to get their names. Check it, check boxes, and like send them off, like send off, like the mm-hmm. printers and they're not gonna like check anyway. They're they're doing doing the bare minimum to say that they oh, did yeah. their part. Yeah, exactly. They're just checking boxes. Mm-hmm. Which like I mean, like it's incredibly overwhelming. It's like I understand, but also like it's a it's a massive like public health issue. So you'd think like maybe like a little bit of like mutual assistance, some like sense of community, but I don't know. Like, all right enough my, about okay. enough about covid i feel like everyone's talking about COVID. Yeah, i know that's all the people talk about yeah i mean because like, it, it's controlled yeah, yeah it's, it's it took like, over it's but also like, <laughs> it sucks talking about for like forever jesus uh okay well that was a good like serious part of the podcast are um, we getting goofy now yeah we're gonna get a little goofy now <laughs> we're getting goofy okay bro have you ever heard of <laughs> all right dude <laughs> you ever heard of pp cocaine uh why don't you uh (laughs) drive my memory all right i was just i was just scrolling through youtube today and i saw a video pop up and it was pretty sure it was from genius and it was like who is pp cocaine and my first response was i don't want to know 
<laughs> I'm good. I don't want to like. <laughs> she's she's got like a bunch of songs oh, that oh, are viral she? on Ooh. TikTok. Oh. It's like you, oh, you know, it's that. Wow. It's that. Okay. Yeah, it's oh, that no. that girl. I when I when I listen well, to well, her song. What are you talking about? Huh? Oh, oh, it's, 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 oh, is this? I, I think I saw like a, one of those like Snapchat genius ads where it was like this that's person what like has that's all these like TikTok at, like six or something. Oh, it was her. Yeah, that's her. Cocaine. Yeah, she she's only been around <laughs> for like two months and she's blown up. It's I think her the full name is Pretty Pink Cocaine. Interesting name. That's a that's a banger. <laughs> that's a hell. That's a hell of a name, dude. And her songs aren't even like bad. Like, like I was far? listening to them, I was kind of I was kind of bopping. Okay. It's like it's like if WAP, the song WAP. Mm-hmm. Grew legs mm-hmm. and became a person. That's I love me. how you like emphasize WAP. Like <laughs> WAP, WAP. <laughs> you really, you really hit the P in WAP. I saw a comment on the YouTube video for WAP because I of course watched you watched it for the, the first video. time yeah. today. I watched it for the first time. How many first times you watch it? How many times you watch it? Only once, only once. <laughs> and it said, "I just tried to tweet about how the kids Bob writers are going to write a version for this song." Oh no. <laughs> Oh no! I have an aneurysm trying to write that. Oh my Kids god! Kids pop wop. Kids pop wop. What are the songs? That? That, what are the songs? It'd be so hard to write a kids pop version for. We should. We should write it right now. Like Dior. Oh, <laughs> Kids, Kids pop, pop Dior. Dior. <laughs> oh my gosh! What's oh, the no. What's the Kanye West Lil Pump song? What's it oh, called? Again? Oh, I love oh. it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Kids pop. I love it. Oh my god, that, that's a whole various visual. They should make a <laughs> kids bop parental advisory version. These like 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 six like middle aged like white like white dudes like sitting around like an office like a conference room just like sex sweating like trying to think about how gonna write this. Just freaking out, trying to figure out how to turn WAP into a kids friendly hit. Oh god, they're sitting right there. <laughs> Because they know it'll go crazy if they can figure oh, it out. Oh, 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 100%. They're like, oh, <laughs> they know it's okay. going to slap. They're like, okay, okay, okay. Chuck yeah. E. Cheese's Around the World like, will be bumping it 24-7. They're like, now, now Jared, what's in this house? There's some whores in this house. Boys, how do you think we could turn this? Whores in this house. No, no Christian friends. in this house. Whores <laughs> in this house. It's just a camping song. <laughs> <laughs> What is what are we changing the WAP to then? Yeah, you messing with this this good ass s'more. I don't know. Call it gas. Change the song name to gas. Good ass s'mores. Well, then they still fail. You can't. Oh yeah, that's right. You can, we can't we can't say ass on a kid's bat. Kids. <laughs> they, say, they say arsenic. It's British. It's British. <laughs> British kids bop bumping out those bangers. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been getting, I've been getting really into British hip hop. Dude, Stormzy. Dude, Stormzy's kind of, kind of Vossy Bop has been playing nonstop. It's oh, like it, the only oh, rap song I'm listening to right now. It grime as a whole. I kind of like the genre. It's interesting because I used to really, I used to give British rappers a lot of flack. I used to give British everything flack. I mean, understandably. <laughs> yeah. It's like that's so American of us. It's like, <laughs> oh, 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 it's British? The American God, in us is showing trash. right now. <laughs> just, I'll be like, 
<laughs> just one long bleep. That's how we censor yeah. things that we don't want to just actually a, a make ten minute, the podcast. A 10 minute bleep. No, like I'm special not, editing, just 10 minutes of bleep. I'm not going to do any cuts. No cuts. <laughs> just bleeps. I'm just going to play something obnoxiously loud over anything I want to cut out. If I stutter, <laughs> and he stutters, just bleeps. I'll just play WAP. <laughs> play WAP on loop. Yeah. That's how we cover it up. We play oh the kids' bop version of WAP. Yeah. We should write a kids' bop version. You want to do that right no, now? I'm not, you I'm make... gonna, no, I'm not going to subject myself to that, like, potential just crucifixion if anyone, like, hears that. This is no longer bossed up with Donnie Crowder. It's um, writing kids' bop lyrics with Donovan we're, and Alex. We're, we're writing grime kids' bop. <laughs> oh man oh my gosh that's so <laughs> i would love to see storm I, honestly like because like, i'm like a huge ed sheeran fan i don't care how like i don't care what like the stereotype of like ed sheeran fans is but like he's kind of fire and him no. and storms are like good friends and they kind of they kind of talk together i don't like, know if did, i've like, heard a, like a shape like a shape there's like a at like the brit awards like ed sheeran like i don't know like headline like the brit award and he like went to brit awards and he had like stormzy like come out before he was like he was like kind of popular but he had like blown up like globally like he was like popular in like the uk and like australia mm-hmm. and he like had like he was like, performing shape of you like at like the height of like the shape of you and like divide album like like hype and he had stormzy come out and like perform like shape of you with him and like the the rap is kind of it's kind of tough like you should look it up. It, I it, need to it's, go look it's that honestly, up. It's honestly good. Like, I was like, okay, okay. Like, Stormzy going crazy. But, I don't think people realize like how many British artists there are that are big. Like, they, they don't. They don't. Yeah, because they don't sound British when they. Oh, well, there's a lot like singers. Like female yeah, they're, all, they're mostly British. singers. No rappers have yeah. really blown up from Britain. At least not in the U.S. Twenty, 21 Savage. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Exhibit A. But, uh, yeah, like, a lot of like Adele. I did not know Adele yeah, was exactly. British for the Adele? long time. Yeah, yeah. Somebody Zero else, I, I just found it like, uh, Anne, it's like Anne Marie. Like, she sings like 2002. I don't even know that song. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's British. Did not uh, know that. Dua, Le- Dua Lipa's British. Also, did not know that. Yeah, there's a bunch of people. Except, I mean, you don't, sound, you don't have an accent you sing for the most part. Everybody, everybody sounds the same when they sing. Usually, mm-hmm. Americans are just like, yeah, they're American for sure. It's like, all right, no. Nah, uh. <laughs> I feel like that's always been a thing, though. I mean, the yeah. Beatles. Um, oh yeah, I can't see some people didn't know the Beatles are British. Who else? Aerosmith? Not Aerosmith. Uh, the other one that's like Aerosmith. I don't know. Gosh, now I'm going to I can't think of their names. Now, now I just sound stupid. Rolling Stones, those guys. Is that it, actually? Really? Yeah, wow, yeah, the Rolling British. Stones are British. They're really? I had no idea. Yeah, they're That's all crazy. British. I didn't know that either. Huh. I'm going to have to fact check myself on that. But Wow, look it up right now. Oh, yeah, I've got a computer right in Rolling, front of me. Rolling Stones. Oh, hell, they are British. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, and once you once you find out they're British and you see them, you're like, okay, yeah. You're like, yeah. Makes look at their teeth. <laughs> this is just a British slander podcast. Yeah, we're just slandering Britain. <laughs> <laughs> we're just being like incredibly passive aggressive, like, oh, like your music's cool, but your teeth suck. Like, 
British people are not going to like this one. Oh, no. This is not going to hit in the British community. <laughs> <laughs> this is not blowing up in Britain. <laughs> British Twitter is going to hate us. <laughs> Oi, bruv. <laughs> Oi, bruv. Heard you talking about me on your pod. Talking a mess, bruv. You want to get a Glasgow kiss? Come on over here oh, and video, I'll show you my teeth. That video is so funny. That video is so funny. <laughs> it's so old, but uh, it's so oh, good. Yeah. I like found it like in my memory or like in like my camera roll like two years ago. Uh huh. Like recently when I was like spamming you with like depressed reaction. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh god. <laughs> yeah, 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 dude. I have I have an absurd amount of those just sad reaction memes. It's not yeah, it's, it's just bad. And you've always got them on deck. Oh, ready. Any any situation, any any possible time. All situations. You have I got something ready. ready. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like the reaction meme guy. I've got him ready. You're just prepared. Yeah. Well, and I have slowly realized, like, I have absolutely zero happy ones. So, like, any oh. good news? Like, I can't oh have anything for it. <laughs> <laughs> someone tells you good news, and you're just like, cool. <laughs> Dope. Someone, someone says just, something sad to you, and you got something on deck ready. Oh yeah, I, like the dap, like the dap. There was, I wish there was like a dap up emoji. It was like a handshake, like. On, the handshake is about as close as we can get, but I agree there should yeah. be a dap up emoji. There are a lot of emojis that that should be there. lacking. Yeah, they're lacking. Like I, like I was trying to find an emoji today to be like to call someone a, a like a snake, and or just like a a whistleblower, a snitch. And I was gonna, I want to, was looking for an emoji of someone like on the phone, and mm-hmm. there's not one. There's not an really? emoji of someone on the phone. See that? See that's that's a, that's a wild thing about. Like why? Like you you would think, like. Speaking um, speaking of music, you heard oh. the Jack Harlow single "Automatic." I heard it like I heard like the snippet when like it was released as like the Madden like cover song. Right. Yeah, I that's what I want to talk to, like, about. Like the full I thing. Think, I think it's really cool that Jack Harlow is blowing up at about the same time that Lamar Jackson's being big. Oh, it's great for the city. Oh, it's fantastic. We're like we're getting put on the map. And it's not something like we have not really been in the spotlight ever. I feel like, and yeah. right now we've got only bad things. Like, yeah, it's only ever been bad things. Like, right now Bertino. it's bad things, but now uh, it's uh, like yeah, we have two yeah. good things coming out of here. It, it's it's very nice. It feels yeah. good. It makes me happy to be from Louisville. Me too. It, it, yeah, it's it's like prideful. Like I mean, like Lamar Jackson. Like well, he's like from like what? He's from like is he from Miami or like he's, he's from South Florida. Florida? He's from Florida. but. But it's like, you know, he went to UofL and like, he saw his like, love for the city and like he gives back and like shows respect for the city, which is, it's like, it's nice. And like, Jack, I feel like, I don't know, like, I appreciate Lamar Jackson, like going to college here and like doing a lot for the city. But like, I definitely feel like I like, not prioritized, but I like, I deem like Jack Carlos' impact on Louisville like higher currently than I do Lamar Jackson's. Oh no, 100%. Because he, he just so directly like plugs Louisville. And like Jack Harlow is not the first person from Louisville to blow up Bryson yeah, Tiller. I mean, Bryson Tiller. But I feel like Bryson Tiller was never. I just never felt like he repped Louisville quite like Jack yeah. Harlow does. He's also yeah. He's also just such like a like a, like a not like he's just like a soft spoken. Which is like hard to say about mm. like, like a rapper and like an R and B artist, but like he like he just is like he's very like quiet. Mm-hmm. Like he's not very pompous. But like oh, right no yeah I agree. Jack Harlow's got a little bit of flair to him. Oh, I love it. Oh, it's fantastic. He he's really found yeah. himself. Yeah. 
he's really grown in the spotlight. And it's crazy just because, I mean, back in the days, me and you and whoever else would be playing, oh, at the time, I think it would have been Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Oh, Listening yeah. to Jack Harlow, Power Tools, Toilet <laughs> <laughs> His old stuff back when he was only on SoundCloud. <laughs> that was all the way back in middle school. We're, we're some real day ones. Yeah, we are. Yeah, honestly. We like, I'm not going to be like, oh, I was like listening to Jack Harlow before he was cool. Like, I mean. Like, but like we uh, actually were. We were out there. Well, like, like, yeah, no, we were. Like, it's, I mean, it's, it's like cool to think about. I don't, I'm not going to go flex it. There definitely are people that flex it though. Yeah. I, have you seen the, the day one thing that Spotify made? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so goofy. Someone did like, someone posted like, they were like number one, like Playboy Cardi. And I was like, all right. Like, yeah yeah okay sure <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm sure you did <laughs> okay like i mean like cool like honestly like i'm not gonna judge your taste in music but like i don't i don't care <laughs> particularly then it's like you can post what you want so <laughs> flexing that you have been listening to playboy cardi since day one okay all right okay <laughs> good, good for you bro just plain face emoji just okay <laughs> I didn't chuckle a bit. I didn't even exhale loudly, like from my nose. Like, <laughs> just. So it's like the most demeaning thing you could say to somebody. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even laugh at that a little bit. Like, like I, didn't, I didn't even I, exhale from my nose. Yeah, like I didn't have a strong. I didn't like. I calmly took a breath in. Like there was no. There if was I ever no hit way. you with a. That little noise that that means that means it wasn't funny. I'm only laughing to be cordial. Like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm only laughing to be cordial. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, or like when like someone says a joke and you like sit there and look at him for a second, like man, you really just uh. no. You look around like no, everyone else is giving the same like like you could like hear the crickets going on in everyone's head. And like ha ha. But, but what's crazy? Worse. You've you've definitely been on the other side of that, where you're the person that told the joke and nobody laughed. Oh, oh, hundreds, hundreds <laughs> and thousands of times. And then you wake that, up that happened, at like three a.m. Like today. Oh yeah. In a in a group chat. Oh I made a man. joke. I made a joke, and like I I watched as like people's like bitmojis like popped up in the chat, and it's like immediately left with saying nothing. <laughs> and I was I never felt it was more sad. I was like, man. I thought it was a good joke. I was like, no, oh, this is a bang. Oh, this is going to hit. Those are the types one by of... one, bitmoji just popping up and out. I was like, dude. I'm... Those are the types of things that keep you up at night. Yeah. That joke about like things, like embarrassing things from your past that you like just can't forget. <laughs> Honestly, I've just said, I've said so many unfunny things in my life that at this point, I don't even care. Oh, yeah. How do you think I feel? You kn- you've known dude. me for a long time. So but you, but you've, been, you've always together. been funny. You've been funny. Yeah, but I've I've I'm funny because if I think of something, I just throw it out there and see if people laugh. I'm, I yeah, probably only yeah. have like a forty percent success rate. Yeah, but when you it's, you're in, you're in the gym, you're in the gym. You, right. You put in shot. You put in shots up, and your free throw percentage isn't very good. But when you when you when you put up like thousands of shots compared to like the dude that's throwing out like yeah yeah some guy might have like an eighty percent success rate, but he's throwing up like ten shots. Made you're like jokes. you're a defensive player. Yeah, so, but like, you threw up like. A or five times, shots of like the day all went in. So you have a we're all we're both just talking over each other now. Yeah. That's that's it, crazy. All right, you go ahead. <laughs> I don't know. I was making a terrible joke. Okay. My bad. Sorry for interrupting you. No, thank it, you anyways. Exactly. 
Uh, oh, wow, I've got a, I've got a lot <laughs> to edit out of this one. <laughs> yeah, dude, this is gonna be rough. <laughs> oh my god, we're just talking like we're not even. <laughs> I mean, okay, but that's how I want it to go. Like this is like yeah. the way it's been going is pretty much how it's, I want a, it's to go. a pilot. Screw it, whatever. Yeah, it's the pilot. This is supposed to be tough. You're, you're gonna have to edit the the dog shit out of this. <laughs> I'm gonna be up. I'm gonna wake up early tomorrow and just <laughs> dude. Yeah, you gotta edit. You gotta, uh, yeah, you got a nine to five tomorrow. <laughs> nine to five on editing this podcast. I don't remember what I was about to say. <laughs> oh no. We we got we got so busy talking about all the all the crap I'm gonna have all to cut unfunny. out from we us really just like saying we talked for uh, for five minutes about us being not funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think that makes it funnier though. Like self depth for some reason self deprecating jokes are so funny to me. Like, like acknowledging that you're not funny or just like prefacing a joke. By saying you're not funny makes the joke funnier. I think people appreciate the humility. Yeah, like I'm not gonna be like, I'm not, okay. I'm just like I'm not gonna be confident. <laughs> like I'm not gonna be cocky. Like, oh, I'm funny. I'm gonna just say some bullshit. I'm like maybe maybe it'll hit. I don't know. If it doesn't, whatever. Right. Like if I if I walk up to you and I'm like, yo, uh, this is the funniest thing ever. Uh, your your expectations are just gonna be way so up. So low. So low. <laughs> But then, but then I tell the joke, and it's like, oh, well, that yeah, if it's mid, it's like, boo. Right. But if you come in, you're like, all right. So I'm not the funniest guy. But then you, you drop a <laughs> banger in there. Everyone's like, oh, my gosh. Okay. That's the funny. funniest hey. thing I've ever heard. Dude, you know the most unfunny joke I've ever made in my life? Go like, on. I, got, I, was in a, I was in a movie theater with la- like last fall with three of my friends. And like UK show. It was like movies, like in like a student center, and like it was it was packed. It was it was like it was it, like it was like movie it, and mm. I got booed <laughs> like in the middle of the movie. I, we were sitting there, and it's like the, the his name is Pennywise, and I I lean over to my friend, and I was like, ha, Pennywise, or like Nickel Smart, and he booed me like he didn't like without without a with, did not hesitate. He just went. Boo! Right, go ahead and start the, the outro m- after that one. <laughs> in the middle, and I <laughs> no, I claim that as the most unfitting I've ever said. I said it straight face. I was, I thought it was a banger. I said, and literally, like my friend's jaws dropped, just instantly booed me. People turned around and were like, "What the hell?" <laughs> he booed for like fifteen seconds. Like <laughs> he continuously booed me, and it was deserved. And I like I will never live that down. Is that not like the worst joke you've ever heard? <laughs> it's it wasn't it was not good. I can I, see I, why in the moment you were like you thought of it and you were like, "Yep, this is it." And then you looked over and said it, and I'm no, sure as yeah, soon as it so came confident. out of your mouth, you were like, "Instant regret." Instant regret. I st- I get clowned to this day. It's been a year. <laughs> I'm still getting clowned for nickel smart. Yeah. This would have been a year ago now, yeah. almost like over a year ago now, and yeah, you're still getting clowned like, for saying coming up on coming up on a year. In like a few weeks, it'll be a year, and I'm still getting clowned. <laughs> That's how unfunny it was, and it really humbled me. Like, damn. sometimes you just need those moments. <laughs> I got booed in a movie theater. <laughs> like, hey, if, the movie. You don't, if you don't go through those moments, then you can never truly find out what's funny and what's not, though. Exactly. Exactly. You have to be. You have to be not funny, in order to be funny. (laughs) Exactly. 
I really just it's really just kicking the balls too. Like might have thought I was funny, made that joke. Nope. I didn't think I'd still I'd still have never recovered from that. I don't know if you ever will. I don't know, I don't think I will. You're gonna be you're gonna be at the altar, about to get married. And, and, he, and whoever, whoever that is is gonna stand up and he's go pickle yeah. smart and you're just gonna I'm, start. And I'm gonna cry. <laughs> just cry and walk away be like I yeah can't. yeah i won't even i won't yeah it could be the love of my life I'm gone sorry we'll get we'll get married later <laughs> i gotta i just yeah, gotta go take a breather I gotta, yeah i gotta go sit in the i gotta go sit in the shower on the floor with the lights off listening to marvin's room give me a second <laughs> i mean god hey siri play marvin's room that's the the words of a broken man if you've ever said those words in your life, you've I'm been sorry. Through. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, you know. I don't know what happened to you, but hey, we're here for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's what I love so much about like like depressed Twitter, because like everyone's just down bad. <laughs> just it's like mutual support. Everyone's just looking out for one another. Everyone's just like, man. I, I think with, like, social media right now, one thing I've seen is, like, dudes supporting dudes. Mm-hmm. I feel like you, mm-hmm. on Instagram, Snapchat, Vine, like, those things, you don't really see that that much. But right now, like, TikTok, like, you see a lot of dudes supporting dudes. Like, all dudes. I think it's a lot of, like, the, like, the, like, the, hey, hey King, Jack the Crown. Yeah, like, small that things was like, like that. Fr- that was, like, a huge, like, nah, I'm supporting like, you. Someone calls me a king. I'm like, thank you. Hey, thank you. Hey, I appreciate you. Makes my day just a, that yeah. that much better. Yeah, and that, that was not around like when we were in high school. Like it, feel, it feels like it's I don't know. I don't know where I'm. Oh, going this, really? Yeah, no. Like I think like I think honestly, it might just be like not just like a social media thing. It might just be like a maturity thing. Because like yeah, in middle school, that lunchroom table was toxic. Yeah, that, that yeah, that was. Nothing about short of the toxic. closest equivalent, like an, like an IRL, like Xbox 360, Black Ops 2, like search and destroy lobby. Yeah. Everybody just like, yelling at each other, trying to just, put each other down. Yeah. Literally just degrading one another for hours at a time, every day. Every day. And for then no like, reason. When you're not in school, you go in like, a, like a, the kick group chat, and you're just barring. <laughs> the kick group chat. What a throwback. It's, tr- it's just trial by fire, honestly. Like, you get through that, like, you'd be all right. I feel like I can handle most insults that people throw oh, yeah. at me just from yeah. just from those days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you What are you gonna say? What are you gonna say to me that a grown ass man in a Black Ops Two like Xbox lobby said to me when I was like what 12, 11? Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know curse words. I used to get. I, I used to get just absolutely cut down just for like speaking <laughs> oh, into the, the microphone. The squeaker voice? Yeah, we were, we were like 12 years old, and we'd talk, and yeah. it'd just be this high-pitched voice that came right. out, and everybody would just be like, all right. All right, I know we were just roasting each other, but we got to we gotta turn our attention to this child that just you just, get, bo- you just get bodied. <laughs> like, it's things you've never heard in your life. Oh, I heard I heard some things that I, like, could never repeat. Dude, I had to look stuff up. <laughs> when someone would call you something, yeah, you sit there and you the pull name. out your iPod Touch and look it up. Yeah, Urban Dictionary on the sad. iPod Touch. Yeah, I don't know. He is just like, ah, oh, 
I was like, dude, oh. it, and I'm like, and it's, it's like delayed too. Cause like you, even though you don't know what it means, like it, it cuts you deep because you don't know what it means. <laughs> and then it's like delayed. Cause like, then like you take like the 30 seconds to like Google it. And then like you feel the pain again because you, you now know what it means. So it's like, it's like you're getting hit twice. The double dose. Yeah. Cause like you, one is the shame of not knowing the, what it means, but like just the tone makes it just hurts. And then actually finding out like what like the degrading term is. You're like, man. Well, that's it for today's podcast. If you all enjoyed, come back next week for the next episode. Thanks for listening and stay bossed up.